Welcome back, people. It is episode 50 of season three. Vince and I are back as if we never left. It is December 12th. You'll be hearing this on the 14th. We're a day early. Life happens. If you're listening to this on any sort of streaming platform, know that we're on all of them. So if you get your music somewhere else, you could do that too. Also, if you want to see these beautiful faces, go on to the YouTube Vince, we're back, man. How the hell are you? We're back. I'm in the same place I was last week. I'm still on dog sitting duty, and Dang. I am better because of it. Uh, I've realized a lot of tribes and tribulations of dog ownership, um, some that I enjoy, some that I don't, one of which is that I try to lead a busy life, and that makes it difficult because I just want to hang out with this homie all day my little buddy ben um but i can't so it's okay i uh i fed the man and now we're ready to record a podcast so here we are everybody the uncle buck of dogs this is vince right vinny is the uncle buck of dogs you're cool funkle i don't give a buck yeah that's probably what i'm gonna end up being because i'm gonna be forever single so i'm cool with it uncle yeah i'm fine with that I'm fine with that. Well, I mean, I'll... hey, you could you could be you could be like Uncle Mike, right? There you have it. There you... you could, Boom. yeah. So for the people that need it. to know, I, I, he's starting to call himself in the third person, Uncle Mike, and it's making me goddamn sick. It's absolutely oh, it's great. brutal. It's great. It's wonderful. You're it's disgusting. Wonderful. I think it's great. Any hoodle. Well, I'm happy to hear the dog is doing good. You're in a new location. Have you explored locally? Is there anything new and exciting in the great town of St. Charles, Illinois? Yeah, so I'm in the new location again, only for these two weeks, and then I'm back into my city. And then he's back in the city, people. He's not becoming a suburbanite. No shot. Um, I did, though. I went to Reams. Reams is like a uh, a meat deli, deli. and they they age meat, and they have nice dips and stuff. Leave it to my Italian friend to find the nearest deli. You guys got gabagol? (laughs) I did. I did not get gabagol. I did get some a couple dips. Uh, I got a couple meat sticks. It was it was a good it was a good visit. Outside of that, I went to the I went to the local Jewel Osco. So that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, that's about it. Right. Yeah, that's about it. Okay. There's not. And I'm going you, to uh, it, I'm going to GME on Thursday though. Provo- oh, very nice, provocative yeah. way of saying meat stick. What type of meat stick do we indulge in? Do I got go v- like I got venison. No, I got oh. venison. Yeah, I got like venison, venison. Like like they look like Slim Jims, but they're meat sticks are they delicious are yeah they delicious? awesome they're awesome yeah and i venison. i like the taste of venison so did me well who knew vince is a dare kind of guy yeah well my name starts well, with v venison starts with a v come on what i guess it, far stretch but we'll take it we're well, trying. oh hey g g and me on thursday you can't beat it cuz yep i Agreed. mean hey, that's, that's that's the best well that'll be a good way to kick off the episode drop day and speaking of episodes, we got a fair amount to get into today. But of course, we are going to start with Strange and Unusual, which so happened to happen literally yeah. the day this podcast dropped last week. And we could not fit it in as much as we'd like to. We always try and fit it in. Pause. Anyways, <laughs> I'm going to let Vince bury this one. Yeah, Sean McDermott loves terrorists, I think is the way that we should start that. <laughs> he does. Um, uh, I don't think he loves terrorists, but I think he appreciates the grind. I don't really know how to frame it. 
Sean McDermott a couple years ago, and this came out recently, which is why we're talking about this, but this is not a new thing. Um, I think, what was it, 2020, 2019, maybe, he was speaking to his team, and he decided that he was going to use the difficult and thoughtfully planned out terrorist attack on the, the Twin Towers uh, as motivation for his team to work together for one common goal. Um, the common goal for the terrorists was to have a terror attack on America. Common goal for no the way. Buffalo Bills is to win a football game. So comparable events, um, both of which had disastrous uh, after <laughs> after parts of it. So um, I think it's pretty fair. I don't think anybody should hate on them. Uh, but in all reality, sarcasm aside, I did watch uh, Sunday NFL Countdown on ESPN talking about this, and everybody was, like, calling for his job. And I'm like, that happened years ago. You can't just fire him now because you just figured it out. Like, what are we doing? Yeah. No, I don't think that's call for your head. I mean, let's face it. We really want to break down the information conspiracy pod. Allegedly. Allegedly. No, this happened for sure. This happened for sure. (laughs) No, meaning what I'm about to say. Allegedly, the U.S. government conspired to, you know, create that beams on its own people. Steel Steel beams, beams. burn rates. They don't lose change video. Some people say. from when we were kids. Some Some people people say. say. Like I said, allegedly, but no, that did happen. It was a tragic day. I was in the third grade, Vince. I think you were like four. I was, yeah, I was in first, I think, or kindergarten, something like that. Yeah, it was a traumatic day. I was six. Traumatic day. (laughs) Anyways, very interesting way to try and pep up a team. Yeah. But I guess, dude. I I mean, I guess it kind of worked. What a drama filled game. When I, and the thing again, he didn't do it this week. He did it in like 2019. But my, the first time I heard it, I thought he was comparing it to like the first responders and how they responded to it. And I was like, oh, like, New York, he went you know, dark. New York strong. He was like, no, those terrorists knew what the fuck they were doing. They all had a game plan and they pursued it to perfection. So good for them. And I'm like, yeah, <laughs> okay. Chill. I mean, it's very odd comparisons. I mean, you could have gone from anything. We could have gone Snow White and the Seven Drawers. Oh, the Seven Dwarves, they did their Seven thing. Drawers? And then we were dwarves. <laughs> we were dwarves. Okay. Technically, today, Vince, they would be little people. Okay? Yeah. All right. So and, shut up. Anyways. No, it's true. Hey, Snow White, you got those guys. You could use those. Yeah. The little giants, perhaps. Or like those guys that create dark. like dirt houses on YouTube and get millions of views. They work together. They work together. <laughs> you gotta make a house fun. out of dirt. You got to figure it out some way, right? True. Um, yeah, but... this was just a, so this happened in 2019 because I read the article. It made it seem like it happened two weeks ago. No, no, it did not. No. 2019, 2020, something like that. It just came to light recently because of something. I don't know exactly what ended up happening. Um, but yeah, that. <laughs> It was, yeah, like Sam Ponder's like, he should be fired. And Schefter's like, you know, his job weighs in the balance. I'm oh. like, it probably has something to do with the fact that they're not performing as well as they usually do. Um, Shout out Sam Ponder. But uh, as of recent, they're playing very well anyway. So maybe that was kind of the kickstart they needed. It's like everybody's Wait. hating on our coach for talking about one. Yeah. Squirrel moment. Is Sam yep. Ponder Christian yes. Ponder's? Oh, yep. no kidding. Good for yep. that guy. I know. I, I don't play quarterback, but I him. don't care for Sam Ponder personally. But if you want to come on the taxi squad and fledge it out, I'm happy to talk to you, Sam Ponder. 
Oh wow. Well maybe we have a rival of the podcast. We may we may yeah maybe out there. I'd be down to have her on anyway. Sometimes the comments um, piss me off, but it is what it is. <laughs> like so I think this is a great segue. So yeah. both of our strange and unusuals are slightly related today. One okay. has to do with a head coach talking about a terrible event yep. in the U.S. And then how oh, those people who attacked the U.S. created a team together to yeah. get to the ultimate Great goal, teamwork. A, <laughs> so a bunch of versions. Up. Anyways, <laughs> but if we're, speak, if we're speaking... What's your takeaway? They didn't have sex. <laughs> it's like, dude, they no, blew that's up what a they building. Be- no, they, I know, I know, I know. Listen, I know. they believe if you die in the name you of the religion, you go to religion, the land like of a thousand women or something like that. Yeah, but they don't yeah. specify what kind of virgins. What if they get there and they're all Star Wars dorks? You know, it's like, hey, do you want to go watch episode eight? A hole's a hole. Um, it's what oh. it is. <laughs> I'm sorry. Anyways, I'm sorry. I'm like sorry. I said, they're related. Squirrel moment. But it is related to the Bills and the Chiefs. No, we're not going with that one. No, we're not. But you want to know what it is? It's a goddamn conspiracy, and that's how it's connected. Oh, conspiracy Because I thought you were going that way. I thought you were going that way. We're going to get to the Bills and the Chiefs in a moment, but it's not as strange as this one. What's strange is the Super Bowl logos. You sent this to me. I saw it previously. I do think it's wild. Um, Super Bowl logos obviously come out in the beginning of the year sometime. Um, two years ago, what was that? Two years ago, almost three years ago, the Bengals and mm-hmm. the Los Angeles Rams played in the Super Bowl. Super Bowl logo was orange, reddish, orange, and yellow. Those are the colors of the teams. Last year, Eagles versus KC. Eagles, greenish, bluish, whatever the color is. KC, red and white. The color of the Super Bowl logo Bluish green and red. This year it is red and purple. Two of the best teams in the league. I think they're both number one in their respective conferences. San Francisco and Baltimore. Some people are thinking, hey, maybe this is just they put it in. The script's already been written. Those two teams are going to the Super Bowl this year. Is it true? I don't know. Is it a coincidence? I would probably guess so. Also, well, sorry for the dog dog pause I mean, in advance because <laughs> he might hear hey, that. Hey, the dog. Hey, I'm screwing up hooks. He's pawing around. We're all good. <laughs> Listen, with all that being said, conspiracy pod, I mean, they always have said the NFL is potentially rigged. Mm-hmm. A lot of people say all professional sports are rigged. Maybe this is some way. It's like the guys who believe that they figured out decoding the lottery. It's like you didn't figure out how to decode the lottery. You're an asshole and have too much time on your hands. And I'm kind of going with the latter on this one. Okay. Because I don't believe anybody could like, oh, yeah, we're going to put the colors in before right. as like a sneak peek. What is this, a movie trailer? No. Fuck out of here. Um, I, I'm just saying, though. I want to know when it comes out. So... Super Bowl 58 logo revealed for the first big game in Las Vegas. That was released on February 14th. So that was right That was right after the Super Bowl. Right after the Super Bowl at the beginning of the year. So they couldn't have known that the Ravens and the 49ers were going to be... I mean, they knew they were going to be good. The thing is with well, this maybe. one, too, and I don't believe it, but red is in a lot of teams. Like you can you can oh, find yeah. a lot of teams that have red in their logo. Purple 
it is pretty specific to like one team. Is there another True. team with purple? Oh, Vikings. Vikings and Ravens. That's it, I think. Well, what to your point, it's it's a little obtuse. Yeah. It's a little obtuse for me. I but don't believe that this is a true story. What and if like okay, so your point what if it Baltimore. was the What if they end up going? Well then that's gonna just add fuel to this fire. Three times a charm. It's gonna yes. really <laughs> I guess it's the shade of the color that matters. Because if yeah. you look at the updated logo, it does in fact look like a 49er red, and then the purple does look quite like a darker purple as the Ravens would be. So the shades have something to do with it, I guess we could say. I mean, it is kind of a coinkydink, though, that both teams are competing. Now, do I believe after last weekend that the Ravens are a true contender, considering they I almost beat do. a 500 team? Yeah. Hey, it's the end of the season. Let's face it. If they if they played if they played a team like the Chiefs, I don't think they win right now. They played. Which, and what about the Chiefs? Like a lot of teams lost this weekend. You can't you can't really make that statement because then the Browns might be the best team in the league. <laughs> or like the fucking yeah. Jets. The Jets put up thirty on Houston. <laughs> Maybe the I'm Jets are the best a, team in the league. I don't know. Personally, in my eyes, I'm thinking it's it's putting the cart before the horse because we always know sure. there's a team that comes in last minute. We still gotta have fair amount of football to play what do we got four mm-hmm. or five weeks left uh we you are in there? week 14 right now i think we're making picks for week 15 so 15 16 17 18 good math i like it yeah so four weeks we're, we're right there we're right there time will tell considering time shaving it off maybe you got to shave off some time of your beard i need to right holy moly at, yeah yeah Maybe the shave bet comes back. Who knows? Maybe no. Maybe we tie a shave bet back to this. Won't happen. You need to do a beard bet. That's what we're. That's what we're talking. Mikey beards. I don't know, dude. dude, I can't grow a beard. This guy can't grow a beard. But if I was to grow a beard, I would shave it. And if I was to shave it, I would use our great friends at Henson Shaving. This part of today's episode is brought to you by none other than our friends at Henson Shaving. If you guys have been listening to the show for a while, you already know that we swear by Henson Shaving. We've been using them for months, and there really isn't a better product out there. The Henson Razor puts an end to shaving irritation and cuts while also making your skin feel comfortable and smooth. This razor is made by using CNC machines to aerospace standards. That's right. Rocket ships, people. That means it's made to very tight tolerances, meaning that the combination of how securely it's held and how minimally the blade is exposed delivers a smooth and safe shave no other razor can offer. It's literally one blade. Be be safe. Please be safe. They're very sharp. You twist on the top and you get to work. It's that easy. You remember the beard bet? You remember me shaving off the whole thing. If you need to watch somebody use it, go on my Instagram and check it out because it's really that easy. Cost ownership averages $88.20 every two years, which is essentially $177 less than normal cartridge razors. They're sustainable. It's precise. It's Henson shaving. It's got a nice weight to it. It's made out of metal. None of this plastic garbage. So please use the promo code THETAXISQUAD, T-H-E-T-A-X-I, S-Q-U-A-D, 
at checkout, and you'll receive a 100-pack of blades free with the purchase of the razor. So you go on the site, you add the razor that you're looking for, and then you add a 100-pack of razors, you'll get those for free. For most users, this amount of blades will last you two to five years, depending on how often you shave. So that promo code, again, is the Taxi Squad at HensonShaving.com. Go check it out. It happened, Mike. Jaden Daniels, Heisman, called it. Told you. Fucking robbery. Fucking Pen- robbery, Okay, bro. was Penix more important to his team? Probably, yeah. They're a better team. But as Leads the, the league in passing yards? I know, but it depends on what type of passing yards you're talking about. That's the whole thing. High-flying Pac-12 offense, very good, undefeated. It's hard to argue it, but if you're looking at passes over 20 yards, if you're looking at Passes in tight windows like Jaden Daniels had that shit on lock. I think this was kind of like a, a means to an end about two weeks ago after he had a couple good good games to finish out the season. I liked it. I think that he deserved it. I think Penix also deserved it. But that happens every year, does it not? Like it's the two people deserve it and one person gets it. Well, last year made a ton of sense. Caleb Williams made a ton of sense last yeah, year. Yeah, sometimes it's it easier than did. others. Yeah. It just did. It made all the sense in the world. You weren't questioning who the Heisman winner was. This year, yeah. I understand there may have been a little bit more parity, and I get all that. There's like Peyton Manning and Charles like, Woodson, right? Like that's They did that. I don't know if you saw a documentary, but that's that was similar, too. It was like both of them deserved it, but you gave it to Charles Woodson. I but they played two totally separate positions. Right. That's my biggest thing. That's they a good point. Two totally separate positions. It wasn't like there was like one you could give them their case that. Yeah. OK, fine. But, you know, when the best school you play all year is is Bama and Ole Miss and Florida State. I mean, that's Bama. Really it. Yeah, they're not good. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> they lost, meaning they didn't win any of those games. That's true. So. When you don't beat your toughest opponents, sure, that's a team and game. And then you blow We're talking it up. About player, what do you want the argument to be? Because also, like you, we go over this with MVP too. It's like if you look at it and you're like, "Well, the team lost," and you're like, "What well, shit. player? What player had the largest impact on his team winning?" You look at the games Michael Penix Jr. has played in this season. Oregon twice. Oregon yeah. State. I mean, yeah. All close games, great games, battles against teams like USC when they were playing. That was a three-point game. People <laughs> Back don't remember when they that. were good. There was a, <laughs> a 1,300 total yards offense that game, and he accounted for a large portion. Well, yeah, I mean, USC I just, is like I, a, a constantly good defense. So, No, it's not even about that. I, I'm I just know, saying I'm when you look at the, like the, the challenge each player went through, Michael Penix could be argued to have the tough, the toughest overall challenge on the season and made the majority of the plays to keep his team in an undefeated record. Yeah. I mean, so, we've talked we've talked about the pack and how good they were this year like for sure. Like there's no denying that. They were the um, they're arguably the best conference in all college football this year was the I Pac-12. am inclined to agree with you there as well. The number um, we cannot defy the laws of math. That's true. Well, I mean, this is the argument that you can make, too. It's like FBS high, 50 total touchdowns for Mr. Jaden Daniels. That's a thing. 40 passing, 10 rushing. Fifth SEC player to do so. 
So if you're talking in the likes of Vince Young, Joe Burrow, Cam Newton, Tim Tebow, all Heisman winners, Tim Tebow didn't really deserve to win the Heisman when he won the Heisman. He deserved it the year before, but he ended up getting it the year after, which is another argument. Um, So, I mean, you look at that, you're like, okay, good. He, four touchdowns in five straight games across September to October. Granted, some of the teams weren't that great. Like, he has a, a good case. 70 completions, 20-plus yards this season, most in the FBS. Like, I don't know. I Watching him play, it kind of felt like it was going that way. Obviously, the narrative steers it. The narrative seemed to be there early and often. And that's what ended up happening. And it's the Heisman. It's like it's at the at the end of the day, it's like opinion based award. You can't just give it to a guy based on statistics alone. I don't know. I I understand that. And I think the opinions are are, are like just you're dead wrong. I, like, I get it, but it just doesn't it just doesn't feel right to me. And he had forty touchdowns in total on this season. Fifty. 40 passing, 10, 10 rushing. Oh, okay. Well, I'm just going off passing. Well, it's Penix bigger had game 33 than that. and an extra. Yeah, I'm just saying when that when the guy that he's against has an extra 500 yards of passing, to me, if it's truly a quarterback award, which it's becoming, we can't deny well, the fact that it's Devonta. becoming a quarterback award. Devonta, I get it, but the past three. You got Bryce Young, Caleb Williams, now Jaden Daniels, quarterback. Yeah. Before that, it was Joe Burrow. Before that, it was Kyler Murray. <clears throat> I mean, it's going to always. And then before skew. that, it was Baker, Baker Mayfield, the margin. So it's like yeah. three. It's like three and three. So out of the past eight years, we have two other position players to win a Heisman. It's the fucking yeah. quarterback. Award. It's it's skewed quarterback for sure. I'm just saying, if we're gonna give the best quarterback with the hardest schedule, the fucking thing, give it give it to the guy that. Deserves it more, in my opinion. He worked harder for it. It's hard to hope. argue against it. I'm with you. I'm happy this happened because I called it weeks ago. Now, I'm not. That's, now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying Jaden Daniels hasn't been a dog since he walked onto the you know great University of ASU. Yep. Right. I, I saw an amazing stat the other day that when that team was assembled, it was like. Jaden Daniels, Brandon Ayuk, Rashad White, yeah, and like three other studs squad. Two of which right now are in the NCAA. The rest of which are in the NFL, NFL. and making a difference. Yeah. So Brandon man, Ayuk Herm specifically. had a team. Herm, Herm had a fucking team and didn't know what to do with it. And speaking of two, this is another, and this can kind of segue into our next conversation. But this is another transfer winning a Heisman. Because you have the Baker, you have the Baker Heisman, you have the Joe Burrow Heisman, you have the Jaden Daniels Heisman. I feel like we're going to see this a lot more often now. Um, sometimes it's going to be smaller schools and guys want to upgrade, and sometimes it's going to be bigger schools where they don't get a shot. Cam Newton, Heisman, Florida. A lot of the, yeah, I get that. I see where you're going with it, but back then it was different. You transferred because you knew you weren't going to have a shot. He you didn't have a shot. Were gonna have a shot. Yeah. Now they say on average, a kid who transfers, who's in a major position like a quarterback or a running back, who's an absolute stud, let's say blue chip prospect, he's going to average five to ten million dollars in NIL money. Yeah. I'll I mean, at least in the past, <laughs> they were hiding paying them. 
but now it's just better? so in your face. I don't know. I, I don't think it's better. Not knowing that a fucking nineteen-year-old <laughs> is making more than I would make in almost a lifetime. Yeah, but they're making a bigger difference. No offense to you, they're making a bigger difference. No, they're not making a fucking difference, Vince. The fucking yes, guys they who are. Go save people out of burning buildings oh make a fucking God. difference. Don't start with Come that. Come on, if you're telling me the, you're telling me the LSU quarterback doesn't deserve like he does. The amount of eyeballs he, he gets on the screen, he deserves it. Of course he does, but he he, at nineteen years old, what are you going to do with that money? That's that's been my argument. I agree, but we're one. not supposed to be their the parents. We're not their parents, man. Uncle Mike cares, Vince. Oh, shut up! <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. I hate it so Uncle much. Uncle Mike cares. It's the worst God. thing you do. It's, it's the God. worst thing you do. I found <laughs> I found Vince's ick, and I'm hammering it. I love oh, it. God, anyway, it's sickening. But to the point. You know, so congratulations, Jaden Daniels, first and foremost. Kids yeah. a stud, not disagreeing that he's not very talented. I believe there was an argument. Now, though, if we look forward, I believe this is going to continue to be a QB award. Likely. Unless, unless there's a dog, right? So to that point, the transfer portal right now, and we kind of let into that, is insane. And the money being thrown around right now is crazy. So I yeah. thought... Why don't we kind of go over our predictions for some notable players? We're not going to go into each and every one. We're not going to go into linemen. Why We're going to go into crazy position players. You guys, well, seeing, these, these guys seeing this center? <laughs> yeah, yeah right. It's like, what the fuck are we going to know? <laughs> like he, he's probably going to go to a good program. Yeah, I agree, yeah. Todd. Um, anyways. I think my first take, I think uh, Bo Nick should stay, and then he should play another season. <laughs> I don't think he doesn't have more years. Vince. Did you notice? Did He's you out notice of years during the Heisman? It was like, blah, blah, blah. And his parents and blah, blah, blah. And his parents. And they're like, Bo Nix, his wife and his mom. And you're like, oh, yeah. Well, he's, he's 25 full ass, years old. He's full ass married because he's a grown man. It's just funny. I mean, me. hey, looking back, if I could be, you know, slinging a pig skin over those mountains when I'm 25 years old at college still, fuck yeah, I would be. In the cool, at he's, the coolest facility in college football, nonetheless. Yeah, he's got Nike everything. He's decked out, cuz. But to that point, I say let's go on and go over them, and I say we start with quarterbacks. Yeah. everybody wants to talk quarterback. Mm-hmm. So let's start with Kyle, Kyle McCord, Ohio State quarterback, already in the transporter. I'm hearing, I'm hearing, that he's going to go to Miami. Florida, correct? That's the latest and greatest. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, no, of Ohio. <laughs> yeah, Miami, Ohio. I can yeah, see it. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's uh, he, he's moving because somebody's behind him, right, that they're probably going to bring up. You got to assume. I don't know if I either that or it's Ohio State. They could go get some of the best talent in the country. And say, well, that's what I'm here. saying. It's like he has to feel like the pressure because – that's a competing team. Miami didn't have the best season in the world. They ended up coming around a little bit, but even so, just like boneheaded mistakes. Like that's not necessarily the smoothest team to go look for right now. If I if I'm in that position, or you is know, it just my, playing time? Let's kind of put the car in reverse for a minute in the terms of corporate sayings. So if I look at this from a two thousand foot lens or whatever, <laughs> yeah, we're just gonna take a let's let's. You know, like, that's interesting. Let's take a step back. Yeah. <laughs> so if we think about this, 
this is right in the recruiting window for most of these programs who are not going to a major bowl game. We're yeah. not competing in the final four teams. Right. So, and even they are, you know, colluding, so to speak. Yeah. So I believe the windows should change for transferring and then guys who are going to go in their commitment window. It, it needs to change a little bit because I just think it overshadows what younger guys coming out of high school are doing. Yeah. And I also think this isn't necessarily good for the game to increase player mobility, especially at this level, because those great, potentially good high school players who would have an opportunity to start are no longer going to have that ability to develop themselves. That's a catch 22 though, isn't it? Cause you have In a lot of way? guys, you have a lot of guys that are sitting behind dudes that are like, I can go elsewhere and, and get playing time. If they don't get playing time, like, same thing. Like, you don't have Cam Newton if he never starts in Florida. He was telling a story the other day, and he was just like, they didn't even name a second, like, a, a second string QB. So he didn't well, even know it was if Urban he was Meyer. second. And he didn't know if he was second or third, so he went to Auburn, and then he changed that program around. So it's like, I would almost rather have a sophomore or a junior that isn't getting a chance that feels like he should get a chance than, like, an incoming freshman that's probably going to get redshirted anyway. To the point, though, wasn't as active as it was, you know, sure. then as it is For today. Sure. Yeah. Right now, it's just kind of like, it's like free agency. It's like, fuck it. Well, it is. If I don't like the situation here after a year, I could go anywhere. The money no coming in is, is comparable, though. So it's like. Yeah, no, I know. If you're a Maybe it like, should be that point, way. I read an article today that Marvin Harrison, if yep. he decides to forego entering into the NFL draft and stay at Ohio state. Yeah. There are boosters out there and NIL money attached to his name that would make him his same yearly NFL salary. So yeah. that's 20 plus million dollars as a top five first round pick. That would be stupid, obviously, but bananagrams to my yeah. point. Yeah. I mean, is there a limit to the amount you can give to a guy? I don't think there is. I think at this point, it's just like the Wild West. Right. We might come which, into a situation where guys are fucking full-blown, which we already are, but yeah. like full-blown millionaires before they even enter the NFL. Yeah, Caleb Williams included, for sure. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, it's they're making the money that the NFL makes in a lot of ways. Obviously, there's so many college oh. players in commercials these days, like, I feel like they should have that opportunity if the school is making that money. I don't think... Schools rob enough people. Like, I don't think they should be able to rob their athletes, too. I don't know. Like, as it's going on, I'm becoming more player positive on it. Like, if you can make $5 million as a 19-year-old, good for you, and hopefully the people behind you are taking care of you so you don't fuck around with that money. But the fact that save they that can, money. Well, that's what I'm saying. And it's like, there's a lot of guys that aren't going to make the NFL and like, maybe that's beneficial. And then there's a lot of guys that are, and they're going to be rich and maybe fuck around and lose five mil instead of your first entire paycheck. <laughs> I wonder, I, I wonder if there will be a direct correlation to guys who are like studs in college, like 10 years from now who made bags and got to the NFL and weren't motivated anymore. And then absolutely fine. Fuck them. Fine, because fuck you see what I'm fine. Fuck them. That's kind of like where the I'm way at. Many yeah. Fuck them. If I don't mind. It, yeah, I'm with you. Anything but else, saying, dude, like anything else, statistic. like, try your hardest. And if you don't, you're fucked. So, 
That's true. That's true. All right, let's get back to the list. Yep. So Kyle McCord, Trevor Etienne. Yeah. Brother of Travis Etienne. Yep. I don't know. He he may go to Abama potentially. A quick aside. Or, what's he's up? Pro- he's probably going to end up in the NFL. The amount of brothers that are in the NFL is astounding. There's Genetics are, run there strong. There's so today. many so many brothers now. It's got to be at a max that it's ever been. But regardless, again, Trevor Etienne. I wonder why he's transferring. Because Florida's just not coming around and being a good team or what? That's the way I view it. He has more years eligibility. Chances are it's more money related, but you can he make wants money in Gainesville, though. Like I'm sure he I'm sure he can make money there. Yeah, I, I get it, but if you have a window to go somewhere and you know, maybe team up with one of your boys, maybe Texas to the point. Guys are talking. Maybe Texas A and M, they're gonna have a bag to yep. give people. They always do. So they got all that ag money. Yeah, so to speak. But we'll see. I think it's interesting. I think it's one of those situations where I think he remains in the SEC. Go gets paid heavenly. Well, That's, you and you, also, you want that old money. He's a running back, so get your money now, bud. Get your Pretty money much. now. Like I'm you're not getting you're not getting it in the NFL, getting, like in the NFL right? So, and he's True. probably learning that from his brother right now. So go get your money right now, my man. Get your money. Um. Dylan Gabriel, this this is something I wanted to weird. Everybody thought he was gonna stick with Oklahoma. Yeah. Because they were actually pretty good this year. They lost is two he pretty good though. I don't think he's that good. I don't either. I think he knew he was getting pushed out. I think they got a dog coming up behind him. Yeah. And right now I I, I don't think he he saw the writing on the wall. Like, yeah, yeah. You're 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 not here long term. So I believe that he commits to Oregon, which is confirmed now. Okay. And takes over the Bo Nix role, which Bo Nix, maybe that's the thing of Oregon now. Maybe they just become the team that takes in old dudes and turns them into new dudes. If it works, bro. Could Why work. Why not? Why not? Yep. <laughs> Cam Howard is a name to pay attention to for Ohio State. There's a lot of rumblings going on right now. So Cameron Howard is the quarterback at Washington State. Cam Ward. Ward. Sorry. Yeah. I was there like, was who the fuck is there. Cam Howard? Who? It, it sounds like it goes. Yeah, it's brother. Dwight. Anyways. Oh, God. <laughs> Anyways. Cameron Ward, yes. quarterback for Washington State. Pretty good Notably good arm talent. Yeah. And played very well there. A lot of a lot of rumblings that he's going to Ohio State. Really? Well, I mean, they need oh, somebody. Yeah. They need somebody, and I, I think he's probably better than Kyle McCord. Kyle McCord was not very good this year, so I think they're probably happy he's leaving. Or they told him, "Hey, we're going to find a replacement for you," and that's why he's gone. Um, I get a new quarterback. Who's your quarterback, Vince? Riley Leonard. Oh, that sounds like the most Notre Dame shit of all time. It does. Yeah, it's very like I play for Notre Dame and my dad is a trust fund baby. Um, But the thing with this guy is he didn't start for Duke this year. That was the the job of Grayson Loftus. Riley Leonard in limited time, 1,100 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions, 72 QBR. Don't know what to believe about it junior this year so senior next year i'm interested to know if he's going to be 
any good. I don't know how to feel about it. I'm pretty in the middle. His, I mean, his passer rating is good against really bad teams, and it's dropped against good teams. Well, I'm like, Notre Dame plays a lot of fucking good teams every year, so that's going to be an issue if we don't. Do they, though? They do. do. They, Vince? Yeah. They play one good team every year. No, their fucking schedule is pretty good this year. They have they lean on the side of playing better teams than bad teams, for sure. They mix a lot of conferences, but they play a lot of good teams. Yeah, I, I, I guess you could call it that. I mean, they get their one big Michigan and then play like, you know, middle of the roaders. Well, they played USC. They could. played Ohio State. Like, it's... It depends. Every, oh yeah. Every yeah. Oh, and I've been saying USC is such a good team all year. Um, they've been saying, like every team does that, dude. Every team does that. Every team gets some easy games in there, gets some hard games in there to try to plead their case. Obviously, um, and they them be not being in the same or in a conference like gives them the opportunity to play whoever they want, for better or for worse. So this guy, it's going to be proof in the pudding, I think. But I don't really know what to expect from this guy at all. Hey, had a good year for a basketball school. So now that you can actually yeah. go play at a football school, who knows? And Do their coach went to a and yeah. You're, you're, you're still going to probably be in the potato bowl. Probably. Um, but their coach went to A&M too, so they're probably switching up a lot of things out in Duke. Who's? Oh, yeah, maybe. I forgot maybe. his name, Time but he'll, he'll probably get fired in that a couple guy. of years because they'll still now, fail for I, some reason. <laughs> I'd like to talk about DJ Oogaloo Oogaloo, mm-hmm. who I thought was destined to go to Oregon because this his team number three plays. What's up? This is team number three for him. Yeah. Well, it was Clemson. Yep. Well, Oregon State. Now he's in the portal. How old so is he? So it's going to be. Uh, he's got to be getting up there. 23? I would assume 23. Yeah. So next year he'll be 24. Okay. That Let's red shirt about- here helps these guys get over the lump. That's true. Let's think about this critically. What is another really popular orange team? Tennessee? No, because they got Texas? that. They got that. They got that one guy. Texas. They don't Arch- have a room for him. Yeah, because he goes from Clemson to Oregon State, both majority orange teams. It might be who of us maybe, just sprinkle down some orange teams. Maybe Oklahoma State. Maybe Oklahoma State. Could maybe he goes. Maybe he's just like. Black and orange is my thing, and that's what I want to play well for. Could so be. maybe, you know, go to the go to the SEC. No, they're staying in the Big 12. Yeah. So you go running in the Big 12, you play Dion a bunch of times. That's fine. Who knows? Speaking Who of, knows? remember we, we talked people... about him every week? <laughs> that was fun for three yeah. weeks. <laughs> you know, it's kind of the fall from grace for him. It's pretty impressive. I mean, it's you know, this the whole is... calling guys out. The first three weeks was like, yeah, he's a tough coach, and then it was like the rest of the season, he's just like, my team fucking sucks. Yeah, and then this is what we should have expected, right? We should have expected that, and I know we're going on a tangent, but we should have expected that they won one fucking game last year. They won what four this year, which is four times better than they were last year. (laughs) Like, still, for what it's worth, it's it is a come up, but it was just too much, too fast, and everybody fell off of it very quickly. Very quickly. Yeah, that bus kind of fell off the tracks pretty quickly. There ain't no doubt about it. Why was a bus on the tracks? Car. Is that better? Train. Train, dude. Well, like the train car. Never mind. Okay. (laughs) 
Shut up. This Anyways, isn't a fucking grammar podcast. What am I doing? This isn't, this isn't a fucking speak English podcast. This Get through stinks. it, Mike. You your fucking <laughs> phrases. Anyways. <laughs> it's the way she blows, boys. Anyways, moving Hey-o. forward. Tyler Van Dyke. Another yeah. long neck king on his way to Hey-o. Wisconsin. Uh, yeah, he he's it. just disinterested in having a good passing game, I guess, right? Um, yeah, Wisconsin we'll can't throw the ball well. Last last guy, hey, Wisconsin mm-hmm. that could throw the ball is Russell Wilson for sure. I just think a lot of these guys trying to keep their commitment up and say, hey, you know what? It's my maybe my only shot to become a backup in the NFL. Do what he can, right? Because yeah. who who's going to believe that right now? Next season's not that. Now, I would like to show some love to none other than Will Howard, Kansas State quarterback, because he's looking at committing to USC. And this could be something because he was he broke like Kansas State records for quarterback, which to me, we'll see. It's not Caleb Williams transferring, but it's something. Yeah. But it does show the fact that you're not fully in on your five star blue chip recruit, Mordecai Nelson, who will get the start yeah. in the whatever bowl this upcoming week or next week. Yeah, so it'd be interesting to see how he plays because it. Yeah, it'll be the pasta bowl or the potato bowl or the sun bowl. Mayo bowl. bowl (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Or the horseradish bowl. Pick a bowl of a condiment. They got one, right? Right. So with that being said, these are our fun talk for transfer portals. It is crazy. It'll be chaos for the rest of eternity. But Drake May declared for the NFL draft, so congrats to Drake May. You know, he's technically only a sophomore. I do know that. He's a young guy. And a lot of people, know, man. a lot of people are are good on that for a team that needs to get better because he's going to be young and he'll probably hit his prime when the team's supposed to be good. That's the idea. Bears aren't getting him, so it's fine. Um, but I, we got a whole here. lot to talk about in the Bears front. We, I think we have to introduce an entire Bears corner. I think we do. We haven't done it in a while, but goddamn, if it's not that time yet, it's almost there. We always but talk about the draft. Fields jersey. Show the people. Hey, oh, there it is. Number one. I've been having this in my closet for a very special day. It is an emotional <laughs> Bears fan. We'll get into it later. Now, I'm conflicted to talk about a topic that I'm not very interested in. We'll transition the to the NBA. Uh, this was the the you won first place and a halfway. Award, I guess. I don't. What no, is the this, first quarter this award? Turn? It's the, the in-season tournament. <laughs> Are they gonna go with a fucking champion for every quarter? Dude, what type of millennial the, shit is this? Nope. This is the only time it happens this year. The Los Angeles Lakers won it, which is lame as shit. Um, but it's okay. Of course. One thing I did learn today is that the Los Angeles Lakers will also be right raising a banner in the Crypto.com Arena or whatever it is for this. Which is oh hilarious. And uh, again, I I enjoyed watching this. I found it to be a good product. Don't raise a banner in a historic place with what? Like how many have they won? I forgot. I'm 11? Something like that? They've a won lot. so many championships. Yeah. <laughs> They're putting the in-season tournament. My second take on it is Anthony Davis decides when he wants to play well. And he might be like top three in the league when he plays well. But it's only every now and then when he decides to. And the third thing is, is LeBron annoys the fuck out of me. And now he has another, like, you know, 
feather in his cap or whatever the fucking term is. How and is I this a it. feather? This is like, oh, never mind. I know, but he's going to be like, I won but, the first in-season tournament. And you're like, go back to the barbershop. I hate you. If this, like, helps cement his... It what? It doesn't. Legacy? No. It doesn't. It, no. Let's just start with absolutely not. Because he's been playing for a very long time. Yeah. Right? Transcended generations. Not saying the man's not incredibly talented. He, he is. is. He's still good for his age. <laughs> yeah. It's very Tom he's, Brady. He's the best ever at the age that he's But, at. you know, he's a giant bitch. So he's Tom Brady in heels. That was so, a quote. Oh, that was a quote, by the way, that you just said. You didn't say that he's a bitch. That was just an Ime Udoka quote. <laughs> no. Yeah, bitch-ass boy. I love Ime Udoka for that. Anyways, <laughs> I saw the picture on ESPN today. It was like LeBron and AD finalized the first Q championship. ESPN and I'm like, is the worst. And I'm like, and it shows them. I'm like, though, that's like the last time those two are going to be healthy on the court for a long time, ever. Yeah, because they won now one there's going to be load management. In 2020 and yeah, and and now it's just like being on the third place podium, biting the fucking and just <laughs> blasting yourself with the champagne. That's Uncle Mike's favorite meme. <laughs> ah, he's catching on to it. He's catching on to it. it. I hate it. He's catching on. It was cool. I think team. I think it was a good opportunity for a Pacers team that's young. Tyrese Halliburton got kind of pushed into the spotlight, which is good. Like, Halliburton's a dog. He's so good. I I've been saying this, and some people can argue differently, but they did get Tyrese Halliburton from the Kings in a trade with Demontis Sabonis, who is on the Kings. Okay. If they can have that back, they probably would. Him and De'Aaron Fox playing together wasn't great, so I get why they did that. But if they would have sent De'Aaron Fox to the Pacers and they would have had Halliburton and DeMontis Sabonis, I mean, the Kings are good, but they might have been even better. So this was kind of a coming out party in the national spotlight for the kid. He is incredible, and I think anybody that watches the NBA really knows that. Um, But again, the Pacers aren't going to be competing for a championship this year, and this is kind of why I like this because it – gears teams up like this to have an opportunity to play in really competitive environments without it being in the playoffs. Like I do think that's fun. It just isn't great when you get a old ass team like the Lakers and they're doing well, it instead of, I, I do think one. this whole bracket ideology, I guess you could call it is all stemming from March madness because they see the ratings of March madness and they're like, well, how the fuck can we duplicate that? It's money. Come it's on, always people. money. It's mo- it's like it's somebody, always money. Your money, baby. Your money. Your money, as Trent from Swingers would say. It's always money. But to that point about money, I got a text last night. Hey, hey Mike, why are there two NFL games on Monday night? Weird. My sole response, money. Money. Because ESPN yeah. paid him for it. That's why. That was yeah. weird, though. Why they started them at the same time doesn't make any fucking sense. Because they see, wanted to somehow, show one on ABC and one on ESPN. We, it was so dumb. I hated it. We sneak in football, even in the NBA talk. Because they, they were two very close games, but we'll get to that as we go. But that's the NBA yeah. in-season tournament. The Bulls are on an absolute fucking tear now, and it's pissing me off. Kobe White might be Wait, the they're best good? in the NBA. Yeah, for some reason. I don't fucking know why. They're good. Well, they didn't make the tournament. I know, so and then so all Zach of a sudden Levine, that happened. Yeah, Levine's playing off his AKA ass. The- it's, it's crazy. I don't know. I would trade all of them while they got value. I think they should. I think Jerry that they Ryan will. Sort of, will they? 
Yeah, but I saw a conflicting report today that said the Bulls are looking for win now pieces. So, <laughs> and then well, hey, possibly you got Lonzo Ball coming back in twenty thirty. So yeah, so we'll see him when he's forty two. And also, they're looking for a couple draft picks on the side of also getting win now pieces, which makes a lot of fucking sense. I don't know. In AK, huh? we trust. I guess I will just Who's keep it AK? going. Uh, Arturis Karnasovas. Arturis okay. Karnasovas, our GM, or our president okay. of basketball operations, Mark Eversley is the GM. I mean, is it wrong to say I'd take more guard packs right now than I would anybody? No, that is wrong. They are the Why? worst. They stunk. Are they worse than what we are now? We're fucking horrible. Well, I mean, it's the same thing, but I'm not going to go backwards. I'd rather go forwards or something else. Go. It's not any up. better. It's not any worse. Go dig up uh, Jerry Reinsdorf's old guy, and we'll just put him on. Kraus? Yeah. Go get Jer- go dig he up would Jerry not, Krause. He would not work in today's NBA. No fucking shot. Go dig up. Hey, the Bulls almost got Tracy McGrady. That would have been fucking sick. I don't want Jerry Kraus anywhere near that team, especially after Why? all the shit that came out, because everybody knows that he, he was a big old douche. Well, yeah, he's a dick, but he he's a huge a asshole. I know, but now, now after everybody knows, that's a different game. Just saying, Vince. Just saying. Go dig him up. I think he's dead. He's dead. I think AK was good, but the minute AK leaves Denver, they end up winning a championship. So I don't fucking know. It's it is chances are he's not that good. But he built that roster. So that's the hard part. He built the whole roster. Yeah, because he won with a pick that. I mean, come on. Came out of nowhere. No one expected Jokic to be Jokic, right? Correct. Nobody expected that. So, you know, sometimes lightning needs to strike, and the Bulls haven't had anybody to have lightning Derek strike. Rose. Who was Derek that, Rose, and then we was drafted lightning. an Eastern European who was supposed to be the guy. What was Miritich? Miritich. And then, and then Bobby Portis punched him in the face. <laughs> right. So it goes to show you, like, the Bulls could have Miritich is coming. Miritich is coming. Keep Bobby Portis. He's the next Tony Kukoc. Nobody no. was Tony Kukoc, for the record. Yeah. Right. They also but had a guy named Michael that, Jordan who was pretty fucking good as well. Yeah, they also had the best player to ever live. Yeah. I digress. Now, I will say a fun thing for everybody to look up on the internet is the Phoenix Suns DJ sampled ah. Steve Kerr's quote. That was awesome. At the halftime show, and it was one of the best mix-ins I've heard in a long time. Yeah, did if we you talk? Know me, I don't know. If we God. talked about that. I don't think we talked about because Steve Kerr was saying that it was like it was like a club going into the Phoenix, and yeah. it was like distracting and brutal, and it was a club, and then he literally chopped it up and put it in his set. <laughs> it's fantastic. I mean, now, fa- they have to know. do that against the Warriors for sure. Like oh, he needs to play that against the Warriors. What's great now is every time they play the Warriors at home, they could just rock that all night long just to poke them and yeah. i would i would turn the fucking music up to 10 in there I agree. it would just be obnoxious <laughs> be awesome loud. yeah there's a halfway I, decent house culture out here it's kind of cool i believe it there's a party atmosphere that you don't get in the winter months of chicago that you can have year round out there yeah correct correct there is correct uncle mike might be getting too old for that shit anyways <laughs> but God. it's true <laughs> fuck off anyways anyways <laughs> Anyway, 
I mean, the NBA is a fun thing. You know, it, it definitely attracts the kids these days. Yeah. Um, but let's talk. About... You sound like an uncle. <laughs> hey, the kids love that shit. Uh, yeah, the TikToks or whatever. Now let's talk about a real sport, you see? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about America's sport and how the fucking uh, foreigners. Sport, yeah. The foreigners are taking off our whole damn sport. They're getting the biggest contracts. <laughs> Back in my so, day, we had guys like Lefty Ford. <laughs> Lefty Ford. Shane Gillis, great bit. Man. Go check that out. Yeah. Shohei Otani, 700 million, 10 years Shohei Otani. 700 million, 10 years. 70 million dollars a game. In or a, a year. year. Yeah. And that amount of money is impossible to conceptualize in my head. I obviously know it's a lot. 700 millions is an insane idea. The craziest part about this contract, which came out yesterday, is that he's taking two million a year for all ten years, and he will get the other six hundred and eighty million in deferred payments after the contract expires. So, so it's like essentially just give me enough to live, right? Because he's in L.A. too, so you need a lot of money if you want to live nicely. But he oh, also I gets. Would just- so many endorsement deals. So he's going to be a billionaire quick. Oh, and he's got that Japan money if he's not yeah. already, you know. But by the way, that's a dream of the podcast. Vince and I are going to go scout Japan for the next oh, yeah. Japanese baseball stock. And it's going to be amazing. We're going to eat Because you'd be the first person to do that. We'd be like, this guy's pretty good. It's like, yeah, did you read MLB Pipeline? <laughs> it's like, no, 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 no. We're going to go I do saw it. him with my 20, eyes. <laughs> 2026, people. That's yeah. going to be the window. The next World Baseball Classic. Vince and I are on our way to Japan. Do you think we they might. have a? Do you think they have a Boston role in Japan? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how that works, but we're going to go find Johnny so. Tran and definitely go see if we can pick up Nitrous and Twin JZ Motors to race at Race Wars. I'm in. If anybody didn't get that, that Tokyo is 100 percent of Fast and the, Fast and the Furious. Just oh. Saying. Original with Paul Walker and Vin Diesel before it was all about family. Yeah. Any hoodle. Shit sucks. <laughs> anyway, go on. The first one was a great fucking movie. No, Anyways. I hate them all. I've watched them like three of them, and I'm like, I'll never watch this ever again. It's just garbage Back. cinema. Hey, there was a fun time for film. Leave it for like, the ja Rule. Ja Rule was in that movie, and the famous line is, Monica! Yeah. And that's no, it. I- that's it. That's I it. know that one. That honestly was the least aggressive thing Ja Rule's ever done. So good for him. Shout Firefest. Not about um, how you stand by your car. It's about how you drive your car. You should know about that. Thanks, Ja okay, Rule. Appreciate it. Thanks. Um, Whoa, speaking of the twins, know what we forgot about what? the about the World Trade Centers? What? MTV called Ja Rule. Oh, oh yeah. Ja Rule on the phone. Dude, I forgot all right, they, we got Ja Rule on the phone. Yeah. Hey, what's your opinion on this on this whole attack? Because that's the first person. <laughs> that's yeah. the first person I think about when this goes down. As Dave Chappelle would say, he speaks for the people. Ja Rule does. Um, he does. Anyway, back to Shohei Otani. A lot of fucking money. Shohei Otani taking two million a year. I was listening to Jeff Passan talk about this. It essentially opens them up, obviously, for more signings before they get into the luxury tax. A lot of teams feel like this is unfair, which I understand, because a lot of teams, especially smaller record teams, wouldn't be able to pay a guy $700 million, and then they shouldn't be allowed to then defer the payment is the argument. 
the last collective bargaining agreement already spoke about this and they said you can defer it for however long as you want as long as it's agreed upon by both parties. So they already did that. It already happened. It's going to go through. I understand the concern with the other teams, but baseball doesn't have a cap for a reason. So nut up or shut up, my friends. Um, one thing that I do want to note right now is that Otani signing with this team could possibly have ripple effects for the commonly considered number two free agent coming into the uh, MLB this year, a man by the name of Yoshinobu Yamamoto. I don't know if you've heard about this man. He played in the World That's Baseball coming. Classic. <laughs> yeah. Oh, was he the lefty who was, he was destroying he's a righty. everybody? He's a righty. No, okay. so that was – are you talking about the third baseman, the hitter? Yeah. Yeah, 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 so he he still has like two more years, I think, in Japan before he can come over. But this guy, chunk, he's chunky. He's, he is. He's, he's a, a big a boy. One. He's a thick man. Chunky yeah, man. I was. I yeah. went on a rabbit hole of Japanese baseball players like two or three days ago after this happened. So, um, regardless, Yamamoto, he played for the Oryx Buffaloes. He is twenty five. Won the MVP of the league and the Sawamura Award, which is Japan's Cy Young in each of the past two years, won the triple crown in each of the past three. So wow. they're saying that he has the opportunity to jump to a number one or number two spot right off the bat. Like he's immediately a, a top two starter for a team. Interesting. Well, the yeah. Giants are always right there, right? And they fired their handsome coach, Gabe Kapler. Yeah. doesn't make a ton of sense to me. No. But at the end of the day, I think that these guys are all. You look at Kosuke Fukudomi, you look at Tato Iguchi, you look at certain guys who maybe they come in, right? And maybe they make an immediate difference. A lot of the times, they're not Ichiro's and they're not Hideki Matsui's or That's Ojani. true. I feel like you get like one major Japanese baseball star like every five years now. Do you think that was then, though? Because they did have bigger restrictions about guys that were able to come to the MLB, and they have loosened those since then. True. I see exactly your point, but I just believe that a lot of them can't adapt to this level. How many Cubans were playing well in 2005? Uh, Probably a lot. I'm just saying it, a, a it, it changes the way that the game's I mean, Like It's huge in Japan at, now. At, it's huge. Look at Jose. Oh, Japan has always been baseball. But now it's, it's more I mean, than ever. It's growing exponentially is what I'm saying. Well, it's insane that it's growing because 20 years ago, it was still the sport in Japan and most of Korea. Yeah. So if you look at that, it's it's interesting to say the least. But I, I'm well, a, most I'm of the bottom half of Korea. Years. I want to make that clear. Well, the guy who signed with Boston last year. What did he do last season? Not a ton. Uh, young man. Played okay. I think he hit 270, which is all right. But that's just a, a number in my head for some reason, so don't fact check me. Yeah. I Once again, not a world beater as, yep. you know, Otani is blowing up. That right? being I mean, said, though, the- he wasn't expected to be as good as this guy. Like, this guy's like, holy How many people shit. Are- well, that's what, no, so not Otani, I'm saying, this Yamamoto guy. Yamamoto is okay. like the real fucking deal. Like they're saying like, holy shit. Like he was out there throwing perfect games, like constantly, like just unbelievable shit he was doing. So 
there is a bit of a difference between like a guy that's going to be serviceable in the MLB to a guy that's going to be a star or like Kodai Senga. Kodai Senga was pretty damn fucking good last year. Let's be honest about that. Wasn't amazing, well, but two nine eight, two nine eighty ERA, twelve and seven. I'll take it every time. Here's a thing that many people don't understand. I feel like more so than in any other league, the the scouting is there, and yeah. not only that, but looking into analytics, the thing the White Sox don't believe in. You're not supposed to have um, one of those. You're supposed to go off feel. Got it. <laughs> but in an analytics based game now, which it has become. Uh, it's probably the cream of the crop in the MLB because a lot of people get paid a lot of money to scout against other teams. Probably not that way in Japan. Just going to say it out loud. Different markets, a lot different overall. Yeah, it could be, though. Who really knows? Well, hey, in other news, the White Sox signed Max Stassi. Hey, but the Braves are paying $6.45 million of that deal, which means the White Sox pay 744000 which is the league minimum, so Jerry Reinsworth probably that is a deal. his pants. Now probably, that is a deal. He probably took about 15 gas station boner pills just so he can cream himself. Excuse my French. Just give them all free tickets so they'll buy us out at the end of the year for food. <laughs> That's literally what they did. You're right. You're right, they and I did. hate that guy. Give every, we're terrible. Give everybody free tickets and then eat the food. <laughs> All right. Wait, good good concept to get rid of the food, Jerry, because nobody wants to fucking come to the South Side of Chicago in October anyways. That guy stinks. Well, hey, do you remember when the White Sox uh, like had like a memoriam for Eloy Jimenez after he tore his pet? Yes, did see the that. Field? It, was like he, it was like he died. They came out with like a signed jersey and a bandana and all this shit. Hindsight makes all of this so much worse, dude. I It's like it's oh. so demoralizing. And that's the thing, too. Like, my mom likes baseball, too, so she'll ask me about things. And every time she brings up the White Sox now, she's like, oh, like, we have to do this again. I'm like, I know, and I don't want to sound mad, but, like, it's so bad. It's really, really just so bad. Like, what are we supposed hey, to do? My wife is a baseball <laughs> lover. I can say that. Okay. And uh, she just ripped me at the end of the season. Like, I, I should post the video. Like, she just goes in. She's like, wait a minute. You guys are hiring a guy who worked in the same system as the past guy and you're promoting him and yep. you guys have sucked. So what's going to change? It's so stupid. I'm like, she's being reasonable, which is the first I'm thing like, you can't do wow. as a Sox fan. You cannot be reasonable. Wow. Yeah. I was like, huh? There's a fucking thought. Yeah, I know. But that's being reasonable and it's we insane. don't have the luxury of doing that. We just have to go straight off of. What would the old asshole that owns the team do? Which is not good. Not fucking good. Yeah. No, it's never good. It's Get rid of him. Good. But one day he's going to die. He's still meeting with Nashville, though. So he could be the Nashville Blue Notes. Yeah. Something along those lines. Yeah. One know. more nail in the coffin and just end it there. But if you're going to Nashville, chances yeah. are you're going to be partying. If you're partying, you should party hard. If you're going to party hard, <laughs> you should drink liquid IV. <laughs> wow, that was painful. 
This portion of today's show is brought to you by Liquid IV. That's right, the hydration brand we've all come to know and love is with ya boys. It's festival, outdoor party, and adventure season, and proper hydration is essential. You don't want to miss out on the summertime activities while they're still here. Liquid IV will help you hydrate and stay in the game. I've been using Liquid IV for a few years, and I found a ton of uses for it. Uh, Going to sleep after a day-long soiree. This is the product that helps me rehydrate and recover. I brought them with me on hikes, long bike rides, vacations, and maybe most importantly, bachelor party weekends. The beauty of it all is that Liquid IV comes in a small, convenient package that you just add to a bottle of water and drink away. One stick of Liquid IV and 16 ounces of water hydrates you two times faster and more efficiently than water alone. Get 20% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use the Taxi Squad podcast code. T-A-X-I-S-Q-U-A-D-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, no spaces, at checkout. That's 20% off anything you order when you shop Better Hydration today using the promo code Taxi Squad Podcast at liquidiv.com. NFL Talk. It is official. Now we can talk with our hands <laughs> because a grease ball has taken over the NFL. Yep. So, you know, turn on Poverotti, turn on Andrea Buccelli. We are here for all of it because the Italians are taking over the NFL. And it's Someone about fucking time. some fucking Dino. Yes, Tommy DeVito is a goddamn hero. <laughs> We started with Rocky Lombardi. Now we're going to Tommy DeVito. No, I prefer Rocky still. Stay with the Illinois. Rocky boys. Rocky totally has a better name than this kid. Totally. That's true. But we're not on the Giants yet because that's going to come up at the end here. So we're going to do. Not on it. Just had to bring it up. Right. Now, I'm with you. Like, like timeout, though. Can we discuss yeah. his agent who has a very not Italian ch- name? His name is like Sean. He needs to chill. He needs to chill out a little he- bit. Um, coming out in the field looking like a fucking Dick Tracy character yeah. with like an he oversized. Looks like he belongs. Like... Yeah, he looks like he was a caricature of an Italian man in like a, the Godfather yeah. or something. Um, and it was funny. He's playing into it for sure. I understand where he's coming from from like a marketing aspect, but like fuck you, dude. Fuck off. You're not the most important thing. You're just his agent. His dad is. Italian as fuck by just being Italian as fuck. His agent's like, look at me acting like an Italian. I'm like, fuck off. Like, oh, even if he is Italian, like, you're trying too hard. Stop it. His father is the guy who drives 45 minutes on a Sunday morning to go get the good sausage. Yep. That's who his father is, yeah, right? They make and homemade moots. They make fucking buffalo moots here. They could, they could <laughs> make homemade moots. It's not very difficult to make homemade moots. It isn't. You yeah. just need, like, milk it's just a time it's a very timely process yeah you grab a cloth i wouldn't necessarily want to do get the curls yeah, going cheese cloth you gotta boil milk you boil milk you, you, you know cooking podcast thing. different different story it's let's get thing. to the meat and potatoes vince Shall and i had a particularly uh horrible Ooh. fucking week of picks uh both going 69 Hey, hey, six and nine. Uh, anyways, hey, oh. number in one way, but in another way, uh, not the greatest thing you've seen in a long time. Yeah. So, and a quick update though third... for the people for the people that need oh. to know, our current record. Obviously, the difference is the same since we both went six and nine. Mike one twenty and eighty eight. Myself one eighteen and ninety. So two game difference still. Two games all time. 
Uncle Mike Leeds. Anyways. We're going to move on to our favorite thing in the world. Yeah. Skip it's it. It's the football. And or rip it. Starting off with the Patriots Steelers, both of which we took the Steelers. Money Mitch showed Man. up and did it not show out. Man. What a, what a horse Where shit was matchup. this guy? Horseshit matchup. Bailey Zappi could be the starting quarterback moving forward. Looking to be the case. No. Um, Ezekiel nope. Elliott comeback game. Uh, fun fact, the um, the Steelers now, the past two games, have lost to two win teams. So Who did they lose to last week? Does, uh, the Cardinals. Oh, yeah. I so two weeks think. in a row they lose to sub-500 teams. And a lot of people are questioning Mike Tomlin. A lot of people are questioning their wide receiver group becoming a bunch of fucking prima donnas. A lot of people are questioning George Pickens. A lot of people would say that this could be terribly Trumpy, but I digress. They're questioning Mike Tomlin and they're still seven and six. And that's how you know that it's a franchise that's used to fucking winning, which is sick. Another franchise that has been in comparison relatively recently used to winning every single year on the other side who are not they're three and ten they are absolute horseshit and they're probably going to pick up drake may this year so i don't know if that's going to be zappy for now or zappy forever i don't think it's going to be zappy forever um i think this is just a case of two teams that aren't very good matching up and one team didn't or both teams aren't starting the same guy that they were in the beginning of the year kenny pickett being out obviously mac jones being fucking bad which we've been saying for years um yeah, I don't think either of these teams should make the playoffs. One of them definitely won't, and one of them might just accidentally stumble into it unless Flacco keeps being fucking Flacco. Flacco's been a dog. Yeah, which and we'll get every, to. We'll but. get to the Browns, but to your point, I mean, hey, I I don't think Bill Belichick's even going to be there next year. Probably not. I think Carolina might be a dark horse for Bill Belichick. Washington and he gets He's from there full reigns. Well, two owners who are aggressive and want to win. So with I, all that being yeah. said, yeah, I, I, I would somebody, have money on, I would money have money on Washington. Cause also another issue with the Panthers is David Tepper wants to make all of the moves and he wants to make all of the decisions and goddamn if it's not working at all. So I don't know if he'd go there. I, w- I could see him in Washington, though. I could see him going back to kind of where he's from. Barely a move, really. I mean, it is a move, but in comparison, it's not that far from where he's moving from. But I could see him not on the Patriots next year, for sure. And I think it could be a mutual decision between the two parties. Are you going to potentially hypothesize who could be the head coach of this of, of the great Patriot organization? Does Tom Brady come back like fucking night armor? No. And he's like, I'm here to save it, Kraft. Hopefully it's there, Josh Tommy. McDaniels. Hopefully they're like, we can fix them. Hopefully it is. So they're just brutal for years. That would be so funny to me. Watch McDaniels takes over for the next team and like absolutely tears it apart because he knows the, in quote, Belichick way. I don't know. I feel like you could see a homer pick there. Somebody comes back. Maybe Sean Payton jumps ship. Billy even though he's doing an piece. Who? Billy O'Brien. Maybe Billy O finally gets his crack at the apple. You never know. He's been back and forth with the Patriots for like 20 years. I was going to say, he was with the Texans. He was pretty good. So I can see that happening. But either way, we digress. The Patriots suck. The Steelers are worse than their record. 
leads us on to believe, and they just might make the playoffs on accident. Um, All right. Moving on. Weirdest game of the second weirdest game of the week? Texas I mean, Jets? Weirds getting smoked. What then, the fuck? Yeah. What the fuck? I'm just saying. Um, I'm just saying. Mind you, a lot of injuries, especially on the Texan side. CJ Stroud does get a concussion. Previous to that, 10 for 23 with 91 yards. Davis Mills come in and mop up duty. One for five, four yards. Good thing they drafted a quarterback. Long, yeah, long neck king was not getting it done. I was high on Davis Mills for a little bit last season. Turning yeah. out not to be the case. Now, with that being said, Zach Wilson had himself a game. 27 to 36, 301 yards, two touchdowns on a rainy, shitty afternoon. Is I mean, come he on. he a consummate backup? Is he a oh, guy totally. that can come in and play one game really well, and then if you give him any more, it's just not going to work? Well, I think he still has room to develop. I mean, he's only in this now, what, for his, this is his third year? So yeah, he was really drafted. bad usually. He's like usually yeah, really, he is bad. really bad. But, I mean, I don't know if that Texans defense just came out flat, not clear if they had a game where it just looked like poo. You know, it's very – it's it's you get one and they're still a young team and they were playing in the cold first game away in a long time yeah. difficult place to play in new york cold wet you know could have just been not their day their starting quarterback gets a concussion very tough defense will anderson they may have gets injured hurt. as well not good not, not good, good at all uh the jets this is this is a morale booster that's about it well i kind of get some out of the first round which they Gets him out of the top ten potentially, and we'll talk about how that draft order may look here shortly. And but how yeah, no Jets. Everybody. Oh yeah, potentially. Now moving on to the next game, another rainy, shitty game in the Northeast. Yeah. Yep. Uh, we moved to Maryland. The Rams and the Ravens. Sneaky Ravens good. Los Angeles. Week out. Yeah. Odell had a comeback game of comeback games. Yeah, Odell went off. Um, the fact this went to OT. A little bit surprising. Lamar had quite a performance as well. Um, no rushing yards on the Baltimore Ravens. Quite like out, outside of Lamar Jackson, obviously. Um, but I think even though the Ravens won this game, and I've been good with the Ravens all year, and I haven't for the last couple of years, the Ravens are pretty fucking good. And I don't think anybody can deny that at this point, hence the Super Bowl color fucking whatever that we were dealing with in the beginning of this game. But Matthew Stafford going 23 passes, almost 300 yards with three TDs. Kyron Williams, welcome to the NFL. I feel like this might have been his best game he's ever had as a professional. And then Cooper Cup is like Puka Nakua. I'm still boss in this bitch. They almost won that. The Ravens are at the very least a top five team in the NFL. I think they're a top three team in the NFL. This is a good game by the Rams, and they're saying, hey, we're not going to be as shitty as we were last year, and we can actually come out and do something this year. To the point, they were in this game, goes to overtime, pretty impressive to watch. They yeah. had a real chance to win this game, and Stafford looked like the Stafford of old. He still shows flashes. He shows that he's aging. Don't get me wrong. And I don't know if he'll be back next year, but he's playing strong right now, and there may be an opportunity for them to make the playoffs. We'll see. They can sneak into that last, right? yeah, that last plates. It's going to be 
be interesting to see who gets the last playoff spot in the NFC. Uh, Cooper Cup, though, had a great game, the game that you'd expect from him. They took away Nakua, but to the point, Odell comeback game, four receptions, 97 yards, and a touchdown. Lamar was actively, definitely uh, targeting him, which is nice to see. And the touchdown dances are immaculate with that. Man. Yeah. Can I just say I, that? He, Isaiah likely. Michael Jackson. Oh, what about him? Quite a good backup tight end when you lose a guy like Mark, Mike, ugh, Mark Andrews to have Isaiah Likely on the other end. He looks like he's a power forward in the basketball. It's pretty insane. He could probably start tight end for most people in the NFL. For that's sure. The, that's the interesting part. So they know how to use him and they do utilize him. I do believe that moving forward, the Ravens have a legitimate shot. And, you know, looking at the potential record right now, who's to say that they don't win their division? I mean, they're the best team in the AFC right now. All year, people have been talking about how much better the AFC is than the NFC, and I'm like, are they? Sure about that? I don't, know, I don't know about all that. Or maybe they're eating sure each about other that? alive. What's the difference? Maybe. We Moving have Panther Saints. Wow. I don't care. I, we could skip it. Could wow. James should have started. It. Yeah, fuck that game. Yeah. Yeah, just, just, um, just skip it. Saints destroy them. Colts Bengals. Colts Bengals. Who'd have thought Jake a U of I legend would have been going? Let's rip it. Let's rip it. Rip Jake it. Browning. Okay. I'll take it. I mean, Eight. I'm just saying good. he's not the story. He's not, not the story in this. One. I know, but still, it's like, dude, wow. <laughs> they might make the playoffs. <laughs> they really could. I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. I, I, I mean, I just think he has a very talented roster around him. Joe Mixon, Chase Brown, yeah, had two receiving touchdowns on the day. Yeah, I mean, who'd have thunk it? Not this what guy. a boss. Um, led the team in receiving yards on the day. I think the honeymoon of the Colts might be coming to an end now. That was very fun for a while. Gardner Minshew is always fun and electric to watch. I don't know, man. The Bengals could make the playoffs. That's a really weird division right now. No one has a quarterback besides the Ravens. They might sneak into a spot, but I don't I don't think with the Texans and the Jags playing the way that they are, even though the Jags lose a close they both one, lost. they came back from. Yeah. Can't, they were close games, though. Yeah. No, I don't right. know. And, and then the Bills – you know, potentially, potentially having to be a wild card this year. I think year. the Bills definitely make it at this point, <laughs> if I'm being honest. But just I'm based done. on the way that they're playing and they're coming together what? like like two terrorists don't, on a plane. Don't, don't <laughs> blink. Don't blink right now in the AFC East on the Broncos because they're a game, a AFC. literal game. West? AFC. Yeah. Yeah. AFC West. They're a literal game behind. The Chiefs, and they own a tiebreaker. And they're on a tumble. So it could be Bronco season. That would be fucking insane. But I wouldn't bet on that because the Chiefs are the Chiefs and the Broncos are the Broncos. I digress. Buccaneers-Falcons. Fun game. Division game. Baker. What's fun about this is this is their playoffs. Not no team coming out of this division is going to do anything at all in the playoffs. The Saints are hot garbage. The Bucks are a little bit less hot garbage. 
and the Falcons are kind of hot garbage. Like, the whole entire division is so fucking bad. And I don't know if I can, like, this was a fun game because it was close, but I don't know if I can watch football. Like, I'm a Bears fan, and it's pain watching football like this. I can't fucking stand it. It reminded me a lot of college football. I mean, yeah, a but lot like scoring, bad college back- football. Yeah, but it was a lot of back and forth and a lot of teams that haven't really figured themselves out yet. Baker, I, mean, I will say this, though, made some crazy throws on Sunday. He has a knack he of doing good. that and still kind of being bad, you know? Or as the or kids like would middle. say, he has a lack of being like, or mid. the kids would say mid. mid. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, kids Uncle say Mike. mid these days. <laughs> <laughs> kids say things. mid these days. What does yeah. that mean? It's not dope yeah, no, no more. No cap to that, brother. <laughs> no cap. <laughs> Baker can be mid or elite. One but thing I, I will say. S- oh, wait, sorry. Go ahead. Don't want to cut you off. No, no, no. Bijan. Where you at? Bijan does Bijan things. And then Drake London. Wow. Drake yeah. London have it. All-time fantasy start by me putting Drake London in this week. Um, and also, Bijan is just... Tyler Algier is a cancer for Bijan. It's good to have a dual running back, but goddamn, like, he should be getting the ball more. He's a young, he's a rookie running back, and you should be giving him the ball more, especially when you have a team that's quarterbacked by Desmond Ritter. And I know that he threw four, 347 yards this week, and that doesn't... Change my opinion at all. Desmond Ritter is not the future for ass. the Atlanta Falcons. He's ass. And also ass. Baker, probably not the future for Tampa Bay because he's ass. And guess who else is ass? Derek Carr. <laughs> so that division That whole sucks. NFC South is just ass. Fucking sucks, dude. And what's the other team? Doesn't even goddamn matter. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Sorry, I just had to get that out because I hate get that it shit. off your chest. Uh, Browns Jags Flacco season. Flacco season. Flacco season, dude. He looks Legit. he looks like he belongs throwing a ball. I think if he continues to play like this, the Browns are an actual real presence in the playoffs and they could upset a team depending on who they play. They're 8 and 5 right now. They have the best defense in the NFL. They might have the best defense we've seen in the last 5-6 years. And Joe Flacco, 26-45, 3 with three TDs, that'll win you games. Because their issue was they were holding teams, and granted, Trevor Lawrence might be injured. They still only end up winning by four. But if they can hold a team to, you know, 17 to 20 points, I think they can win every one of those games if that happens. Yeah, I— I believe defensively that is their key right now. And if they can produce offensively, which Stefanski and Joe Flacco seemingly have some rapport going on, Elijah Moore loves playing with him clearly because every game he's in, he just balls out. Welcome back to the NFL, Elijah Moore. (laughs) And yeah. And David Njoku, man. I mean, finally the man gets used the way he can. He's always been like a fantasy, like, Oh, he could be this and this and this. He's a physical freak yeah so to see him ball out the way he should six receptions 91 yards 15 yards per catch and two tutties i mean come on he's supposed to be the lebron like if lebron played football it's david and joku like that was always the conversation he's more jacked than lebron he's well that's what i'm saying but if lebron played football that's that's the concept because he literally is like 
he looks like a power forward or like a small forward. Like that's literally his bag that he's in. One thing I did here that one point that I that was made this week that I agree with. The Cleveland Browns quarterbacked by Joe Flacco is a lot better than the Cleveland Browns quarterbacked by a rookie or a first year. Because Joe Flacco, regardless of his lack of mobility, regardless if he has the same arm strength, which seems like he does, but regardless, he knows what to do if shit goes south better than you have when you get DTR or better than the way that P.J. Walker deals with it. Joe Flacco, at the very least, isn't going to make the mistakes that are going to ruin them, which I think is important well, when looking at this. veteran presence, to your point, guy Correct. plays his ass off. Absolute animal. When we're Imagine talking if they had about... Nick Chubb. <laughs> to your point, I thought about that on Sunday as well. Imagine if Nick Chubb was in this whole scenario right now. Yeah. They might be looking like a team. Because Flacco, he just needs to score you not even this many points per week. He's not he a pro bowler or anything like that. Like that's what that's the thing he's too. I don't want anybody to get me wrong, but he's keeping them in games, which is important. Especially them the in close like games. Which is oh, defense is immaculate. I do believe the Browns are a quarterback away of being a team, and I don't think that quarterback's Deshaun Watson, even though that contract is It might be because that was coming around before he got injured. So we'll see that at least for another year. But we shouldn't bury this lead any further, Mike. The Bears beat the Lions, dude. Bear down. Hey, Bears, Bears down. corner. Bears corner. Are we here? <sighs> Can't do it. Yeah, he can do it. <laughs> he can do it. <laughs> All right. I'm uh, jacked. I, I think yeah. that um, we may have a quarterback. I don't know. It's I'm wearing so the Fields hard, jersey dude. to rep. I get super emotional about it. And to be perfectly honest, I just go quit playing games with my heart. Yeah. Because this kid comes out the past three weeks. And I mean, he his his numbers are good. Yeah. If you look at his body of work this season, and I just don't understand how if he continues to perform at this level, how you get rid of him. Will he? Because he keeps doing this. And I and I'm with you. I like when this happens, but he keeps doing this. It keeps being like week 15, and we're like, maybe we found something. And then next year we'll wait 15 weeks, and it'd be like, oh, we figured something out. It's like it's too late again, man. I don't know. We're gonna be in a predicament because we are almost guaranteed the number one overall pick now because the Panthers are so fucking bad, um, which is a good thing. And it's I a, wanna, it's a blessing. I want to draft talent. I want to pick up Caleb Williams. I still think I'm on that train. I think Fields could be a trade piece, but I'm looking at this like, Jesus Christ. Like, why are you so, like, very specifically, offsides on the Lions, Field recognizes that, snaps the ball, absolute laser down to DJ Moore. Beautiful fucking throw. Just wonderful throw. Couple tight, couple tight throws. He able he's able to run around, evade sacks, and make plays on the ground. Like it, everything, if he could play like that all of the time, we are fucking good because the defense is playing so much better. Eberflus is halfway coaching a defense into keeping his job, which is terrifying. So like now it's just like we're in a situation where like they I shouldn't just... be this good because they've been so bad for so long. But what are we supposed to do? Like do we cheer for them? Like what's going on? I, I feel like if you're the Bears organization, you have to draft Caleb Williams 
and you keep Justin Fields and you make it a competition and then yeah. whoever plays better, you trade the one or the other. Chances are you wind up trading the guy that isn't as cost controlled, which would be Fields. Yeah. But if they both compete and they both look good and they both operate in the offense, I don't think there's a farts chance that Luke Getze gets a second crack at it. No way. At... Screen passes <sighs> are the fucking head death of me. I can't so do that anymore. In the Bears final four games with the Flus being loose. Which a lot of guys claim that they like him. I'm not one of those guys, but he's got the locker that, room for sure though. He's got the locker a room. A lot of guys sure. seem to enjoy his his messaging, which is good. I Confused guess. the hell out of me. <laughs> I don't get it. So time will tell. Now with all of that being said, you got the Browns, who's probably your toughest matchup, Cardinals. Yeah. Then the Falcons, then the Packers. So you go to Cleveland this upcoming weekend, and then you play the Cardinals at home on Christmas Eve, Falcons, New Year's Eve, Packers, January 7th. Those are all so winnable. What are we looking at? Are we going to get like the 15th pick on accident? Okay, here's the question. By the way, they're still in the hunt. If some shit goes... No, but they are. Technically, if some shit goes south from some other NFC teams and the Bears just keep on accidentally winning, they could accidentally stumble into the playoffs. I'm not saying it's likely. I'm not saying it will happen. But the fact that it's possible right now is insane to me. Well, they have won two division games in a row, which is very enticing to get on this bandwagon. Now, they have destroyed us and teared our souls out of our chest before. So I'm uh, weary to love again. (laughs) I will say I would be excited, and I would be the first one with my Fields jersey on at a local sports bar cheering them on in a playoff game. Right. Um, Defense, to your point. They're looking good. Jaquan Brisker had 16 tackles on Sunday. Jalen Johnson's playing. Yeah. Jalen Johnson's playing like a fucking pro bowler. Jaquan Brisker is tackling everybody. Montez Sweat. Good trade. Looking like it. All right. I'll I'll get behind it. I'll get behind it. Looking like it. Looking like he's having a good season, and he looks like he didn't think like he wanted to be here, and now he's here, and he's like, Okay, I could fuck with this. Well, because if you, if you're a good defender on the Bears, like you are loved forever. That's the thing. It's like we love our defenses because that's all we have, and he's doing that. Well, and Tremaine we, Edmonds is coming around too. I want to make that clear. He's coming around. Tremaine Edmonds has been around, right? I know, but this year he's been. Meh, he hasn't been the Bills, Tremaine Edmonds. But the last three, four weeks, you're like, okay, like he's figuring it out now too. T.J. Edwards, like top five in the league in tackles. Yep. I mean. This defense is legit. Now Yannick Ngakwe is getting going. He has a sack. Montana Sweat has a sack. <laughs> Dustin Jones has a sack. You know, you're looking at this. It. I like defense. And I think in Chicago, you need to have a brand of defense that is fuck around and find out. So, I, man, 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 man. Do you think if you could pull off another trade, if you're Ryan Poles, if you could pull off another trade like you did, for the first overall pick in 2024. If you can get another haul like that for the first overall pick to give up on Caleb Williams, because you know he probably doesn't want to come play with you anyway. 
and he's being a prima donna little bitch. And Justin Fields is like, you know what? We got a guy. But to who and how? Cause what like, do you mean? If, I'm saying like, who do we trade? I mean, I, th- I think I would consider it. Yes. Looking at, I the don't teams, think you would get a, a hesitation from a team like Carolina again to say, we'll, we'll give no. you. Uh-uh. And no? also who, and also who, who are they going to give us? I don't know. Brian Burns. <laughs> I'm okay. I don't need any of that. Next, maybe um, Brian Burns would be insane. You could, I probably don't think it's going to be anybody from the AFC because the bottom teams aren't that bad. Realistically, the Cardinals are going to still be able to get a quarterback if they want one because Kyler's playing well. Maybe the Commanders, but who do we get from the Commanders? They're not going to send us Terry Mack. So, like, it needs to be something very, like, what would we get? Like, what what do we need? A ton of future, so this year's first, next year's first. You know, for a Caleb Williams-type talent, what you could pull. Two first, two seconds, and and an immediate starter. Probably, if you think, maybe from if the you Giants. Think, listen, it's difficult for me being USC Mike over here, feeling like I wouldn't love Caleb Williams in the Navy in the blue, right? Yeah, or in the Navy in the orange. I w- I would love to see it. It would be awesome. I just don't know if he's him because this past season kind of exposed him. He holds on yeah. the ball too long. He tries but to play I... hero ball. Fields, we already got him through that. And if Eberflus is in fact the guy which he could be. This is how do you, if he goes eight and eight, how do you fire him? I don't eight know. Nine. And that's what I'm saying. And I almost wish that they wouldn't. Cause I don't think he's the solution, but like there is a realistic opportunity that they could finish the year 500. Cause they were so bad in September. Everybody wrote him off. And now we're looking at a team that's a lot better than people expected that beat one of the best teams, in the NFC. And you're like, fuck. Okay. Because in my they, eyes, they should win. They should learn how to win, and they're learning how to win right now, and it's good. But I think of it negatively because I hurt so much all of the time. <laughs> in my in my eyes, last season really doesn't count for him. The past yeah. two seasons, I mean, they, they really don't count. It was the first year you're blowing it up. You didn't win a game just, in like seventeen weeks, though. That was the guys of Ryan Poles. They weren't designed to win games last year. Now they're starting to become designed to win games. And yeah, the Chase Claypool thing, I think, gives a lot of people PTSD that you gave up a second round pick that could have been Joey Porter. You got to try that. I still think you got to try that trade. Like, I don't I can't blame them that much. It sucks, but it is what it is. You need high character guys. I think he reached. I think he was playing Madden in a game where human beings are actually involved. And I think he so learned. I think overall, though, to your point, this team's starting to learn how to win. And if that defense, are you going to are you going to dismantle that defense at the end of no. that season with a coach that clearly has de- the room? Can we demote him to D.C.? <laughs> Fuck no. <laughs> that, that never I, I've heard some of that on local like sports talk so in Chicago. And it's like so all right, funny. he'll just you just hear Chicagoans go on, okay, I got an idea. He'll just take a demotion and then we'll bring in Harbaugh. It's like, no, that's that's not that's how not it how ever it works. works. That's never that's how, not it how it ever works. He'll so go DC for somebody else. I just feel like it's just groundhog's day. This team just goes it just it punches you in the nuts once again, and then you're like, hey, he's a good guy. Yeah, I know. He just got a little drunk that weekend. 
And well, then he keeps coming back. And then one one weekend, he's your best friend. And then the next weekend, he's like, all right, you were better this week. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's a fickle thing. It's a very fickle thing. We have a lot of weeks ahead of us. I hope to have so more. To, but time yes. out. Yeah. Put the car in reverse. Yeah. If Floos is nine and eight at the end of this four game you stretch. Him. You keep him. You have to. So I don't draft want Caleb. To. Depends on how good Fields is. If they're winning like six to three, then yes. But if they're winning, if Justin Fields is throwing two touchdowns and rush, running in for one, then like what the fuck are we doing? Keep him. You know that's the thing. True. But these teams aren't good that we're playing. But yeah, again, we have a lot of Bears talk in the future here. You know, Bears. Okay, let's not beat on. that dead Getting horse. Over. Moving on. Seahawks 49ers. I could skip it. 49ers are very good, and they're going to be very good. Yep. And Brock Purdy might win an MVP. He's up there in the conversation. Vikings Raiders. <laughs> I want to uh, rip it unevent, because uneventful. I thought we were going to get a 0-0 tie. What the fuck was that? Was football? We're calling that football? That was rugby. That was a rugby scrum for an hour and a half. Nick Mullins, nine for thirteen. Welcome back, Nick Mullins. Uh, yeah. Aiden O'Connell. I don't know, man. It's just it, Jesus Christ. What a bad fucking I'm game. I'm surprised they didn't put say. in Jimmy G. They they're pretty rolling with Aiden McConnell. They're, yeah, they're I was like, like what rolling. is is he injured or do they just decide to bench him? Right? No, they just bench. Like I said, Daniels is like I don't like Jimmy world. G. Yeah, McDaniel's like I don't like Jimmy G. And that's just what happened. And he left, and they still don't care. They're just still not going to start him. I just think Jimmy G's chilling. He's like, yeah, you guys don't want me to play. I'll chill every weekend. I'll be in the meetings. I'll do what I need to do, but I can chill. And I don't need to get hurt. And I think Jimmy G gets his contract and retires in the sunset. Either that or the most Patriot things happens, like the most Patriot thing ever happens. And Belichick stays, brings in Jimmy G, and they ride off in the sunset. The guy that he wanted to keep this whole time. Um, But, yeah, that's that game. Broncos, Chargers. Broncos pretty good. (laughs) Broncos Broncos are pretty good. Like I said, Broncos could – Potentially when the AFC West, they started doing what the bears are doing now earlier and it's working out for them. They're one game back in the division. I don't think they're winning it because the chiefs have won the last like seven. So I'm just going to keep with the chiefs, but it is a little weird that the Broncos are the close one and not the team that they just dismantled in the Los Angeles chart. Like I said, the chiefs own the tiebreaker. Fun fact. The Broncos do. Oh, because they beat the chiefs. Which is yeah, which is what you meant. Time. Which is what you meant to say. <laughs> right, right, yes. exactly yes. that one. So, Bills, speaking okay. of the Chiefs, yeah, got excited. Bills, Chiefs, uh, Bills won. I think we could go ad nauseum with how the game went. It wasn't that high scoring game that it was before, but the one conversation we need to have. Mike's been <laughs> waiting for a fucking an hour and twenty minutes to talk about this, and it's Pat Mahomes' conduct at the end of the game. <laughs> What a bitch. Yeah. What a baby bad yeah. little bitch. What he, a bitch. He's not like that usually. So he's he's built up enough goodwill, I feel like, where it's like this is one thing. But the aftershock of that is so funny. So a couple points I want to make. First off, offensive offsides has not been called a lot in the last like 15-ish years. 
I think 2001, they called it 10 times. And then since then, the maximum they've called it until last year was three times. So it doesn't happen often. We had this conversation with the Terry McLaurin thing where usually they go to like the line judge or the referee on the sideline saying, hey, am I good? Check in with them. They won't call it at that point because it's no, not just you're you're lining yourself up before the play. Hey, am I good? Am it I doesn't good? affect the game that much, even if he is a quarter centimeter over the line, whatever. That's the thing that they were, I guess, arguing. If you watch that play right now, Kadarius Tony was considerably over the line for sure. The line judge said, hey, I didn't get a confirmation from you. Like, we didn't talk about where we were. That was probably the coolest fucking play I've seen in, like, three years. And it doesn't really matter because he was offsides. And that's the rules of football, man. And, like, I understand, like, I guess why he was angry. Because he's like, oh, it was so sick. He's like, you know, Kelsey, when he goes in the Hall of Fame, they should still show that play. Like, he was pissed sportsmanship wise, you don't go up to the guy that you just lost to and said that play was bullshit, man. Like fuck off. Like you guys have had so many battles. You've won the majority of them. Give him his shine when it happens. Like stop being a baby back little bitch. I love you, Pat Mahomes. I think you're really good and you still be good, but that was a bitch move. That was bitch made. Does that not make you lose respect for the guy? I, and I know you're in the heat of battle. And heat all of bullshit. battle. I get it. I That's get it. Argument. Yeah. But Lane. Tom never, Tom never, Tom lost some very big games. He never did that. Right. He walked up and he kept that fucking, he kept that shin tight. I know. He just but walked if we're comparing him to Tom Brady, like that kind of proves the point, though. Because you can't really compare him to that many other people besides fucking Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, even I'm with you, but one decision on. doesn't change my opinion on you. But if he were to do this fucking 15 more times, then that's a whole different conversation. Well, okay. I digress. Let's talk about last season. Yeah. Two separate occasions. Right. Let's I start with AFC game. Championship game. Please, lay it out. Uncle Mike's favorite thing to talk about. Nothing happened. The 2022 <laughs> AFC Championship game where Orlando Brown held the fuck out of that defensive end in Cincinnati. Doesn't get called. He runs, wins the game. Anything. Knee out. Right. You go go back and watch the QB doc. It's in parent. It's right there. It's like that's old. I okay, I digress. Now we trans. We we go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. That alleged holding call, which was confirmed to be real after Mahomes throws his hands up in the air, fucking uh, cries. They throw the right. flag. Okay. You got that call. So you got two calls and two games back to back that put you over the hump. Fair. You so can't have it, both sides. You can't have both. When it egregiously doesn't go your way, and Kadarius Tony, to your point, is a good nah, three feet over the fucking line, and then makes a play that, of course, granted, amazing. Ball thrown under the so middle. So fucking cool. Duke so Kelsey cool. Yeah. Runs about five yards, about to get tackled, throws the Laser. ball backwards in a backwards lateral, and a dime to Tony, clear line to the end zone. Nobody's catching him. Play gets called back for the offsides, which was egregious. Then he loses his fucking mind. Mind you, what everybody's missing is if a field goal is the only thing that decides this game, okay, which it was, it was a 20 to 17 win by Buffalo. They just needed to get in the field goal range. And for a Patty tie, Boy but they were fuck. probably going for. But, 
Patty yes. Boy couldn't fucking execute. And yep. instead of coming back on that play and not crying, pissing, and moaning, and just having that close type mentality in the next play, he bitched about it and probably was ruminating about the fact that we won the game and they didn't win the game. And I think that falls on his sides. shoulders because he you had he sides. had another chance. Yep. He had another chance. Yeah. I mean, I'm with you. You can't have both sides. I think it was a bad look for him. Um, Kadarius Tony is probably the most hated man in Kansas City because he's fucked up so many games this year. <laughs> and I think, yeah, I think reality check-wise, they'll come back next week and be like, yeah, we were probably wrong. And Andy Reid already be honest, that he was wrong. I'm, I'm happy Kadarius Tony is getting this smoke especially after the exit he had in New York with the Giants organization yeah. of faking yeah. an injury and then boasting yeah. about it. Good. Fuck you. I I'm hope you're you. in the limelight for doing more stupid shit. Yeah. He annoys the hell out of me, so I'm with you. But there Bills you win. Bills move on with their winning streak. And then the Chiefs, you got to come back and try to do something. This wide receiver core is not the same in years past. Is it wrong to say already that Taylor may have put the – Curse. She, she may have ruined. She might have put the Maloikio. Yep. I'm with you. But Maybe she's the problem. It's her. <laughs> let it let it ruminate a little bit, and we'll talk about it next week and see if it's true. Okay. Um. All right. Eagles. Cowboys. Here we go. Um. Love it. Love it. I think it's great. Yeah. Defense wise, the Eagles aren't what they were last year for sure. Um. They. Got a little dismantled by this Dak-led offense that seems to be maybe top two in MVP talk this year. Um, do I think this affects how the playoffs go? No, because I think that the Cowboys are going to choke like they always do in the playoffs. But the Eagles have some real shit they got to figure out, and there's no denying it. And I think they'll probably figure it out, but this is not the best look for them currently. The strength of schedule here over their past Correct. four games is Brutal. bananas. Brutal. It's bad. Yeah. You get the Cowboys, Chiefs, Bills, and the 49ers four weeks in a row. Most of them on the long Cowboys rest. Again. Most of them on long rest. <laughs> it's you not still take a fucking beating against these teams, though. What's They're dogs. Yeah. It's a dog fight week in, week out. In the past two weeks, they've just shown that, you know, being a dog – you got to have more fight than that, as Sirianni yeah. would say. And I, they got some, they got some games to win. Moving on here, they got the Seahawks next week. Geno may be back, which could change things. And then they got the Giants, Cards, and Giants once again. So their their next four games are on an easy streak, yeah. so to speak. But hey, Tommy DeVito, make a fucking chicken cutlets out there. Yep. But and I, he, the, God. I was going to say, Eagles go from the one seed to the fifth seed with this loss. So come back around, play better football, and get back in the top of that division, and you're going to be a lot happier for it because the Bronc or the Cowboys now with the probably the second seed, I would assume, after the 49ers, it's not the best time to have a losing streak, essentially. No, not at all. Not at all. We will see in the coming weeks how they turn it around. Now, looking at the Italian king himself, we had the yeah. Giants and the Packers. Tommy DeVito, I mean, hey, it's nice to see the Italian-American culture reach in the NFL. Who'd have dunk it at this stage of the game? Not me. 
Did you say this is the first Italian in in the NFL? No, I said it's the first time there's been a fair amount of notoriety around Italians. Oh, in the NFL. I was like, what about Jimmy Garoppolo? <laughs> Tony fucking no, 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 Romo. Jimmy <laughs> hey, they all have one thing in common, though. They end right? with an O. Mid- well, no, no shit. But <laughs> they Midwesterners, yeah. What they they all play in the Midwest at some point in their career. Well, that's now, true. Devito is a homegrown New Jersey, Jersey kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, played at U of I, so I'm in. Thank you, Tommy, for beating the Packers. Weird little end of the game there, but he's fun. Do I think he's the future? No, but I do think he's the present, and I think they're having a good time with it because they've had a bad year this year. Um, And also, fuck the Packers, and whenever they lose, I will like the other team. So your agent, get them in order, put them in some regular clothes, and keep balling because you're balling right now, kid. Balling. Balling. Titans-Dolphins? Maybe, just maybe, <laughs> they got a guy in Tennessee. Just maybe Will Levis is a guy. So I was watching I this game last night. Um, the end was kind of wild. The Titans seemed like they were doing every single thing possible to completely lose the game. Uh, I was just talking to you about this, but essentially the Titans, uh, what was it, a turnover and then a turnover on downs. They end up going down 14 with two minutes and 40 left. They win the game by one. It was kind of a colossal collapse by the Dolphins a little bit. I think they're probably going to learn from it. Um, I am a little keen on them because I have been watching hard knocks with them in the end season. Um, But it was fucking cool to see the Titans come through and do something like this on a year that they haven't had a great year. Um, And he did like Will Levis makes a makes a bad. He makes a bad call. Excuse me. Turns it over. He goes to the sideline. He says, that's my bad. He comes about to the next one, and he just makes shit happen. D-hops the man. What a fucking game. But I don't think this is a big needle mover. But the Dolphins have to be a little scared about that AFC East title over there because the Bills are a-coming. They're coming. The Dolphins, two seasons in a row, potentially just don't know how to finish a year. And I like Mike McDaniels a lot. I don't know if Hard Knocks, Hard Knocks is well, either an issue or not an they issue. They won the last two weeks, though. Season. Get it. It's just I'm this just saying, and a team they should have beat, which they should have. Yeah. They they gave this game away in every sense of the word. They went 0-4 in December last year. They're not going to go 0-4, which is nice in December this year, but they I do. I understand. I'm just saying two years yeah. in a row, December. I'm with you. Yeah. And, and they got a, a strength of schedule coming up. Jets team that's playing great defense. And then you got the Cowboys, the Ravens, yep. and the Bills. Yeah, not ideal. So they got a they got a hell of a lot of defense coming up here. And yeah. Come ready to play, fellas. Your, okay. Yeah. Picks. Let's do it. Week 15 picks, and then we'll get you out of here. Let's start off in Las Vegas. We got Chargers Raiders. Give me the Raiders because I think a hockey stick is playing quarterback <laughs> for the Chargers. Considering I kind of want to take the Chargers. Just, right. Okay. Justin parody. parody. It's a I want to take the Chargers because they haven't won in so long, so this would be the stupid fucking game that they end up winning. So uh, you got the Raiders. I got the Chargers. Vikings, Bengals. Hmm. Give me the Bengals because they're hot right now. That's the only I'm reason I'll take them. them. I think Jake might be better than 
Joe Burrow. Just kidding. Steelers at Colts. Give me the give me the Colts at home. Colts are good at home. I like the Colts. I think the Steelers continue to fall. I think that is the case as well. I'm also taking the Colts. We got Broncos at Lions. Both teams playing for something. I think I personally think Detroit's on a slide right now. They're they're Jared Goff doesn't look very good. Sean Payton, X's and O's guy. They're playing in a dome. Defense has been shit for Detroit. Give me Denver. I'm taking the Lions. Um, I think okay. that they need to turn it around. I think they're ready to, and I do think they're embarrassed by losing to the Bears, and they're not in the cold. They're in the dome, and Jared Goff plays better in a dome. Giants at Saints. Well, mind you, they are in a Midwest team. Um, yeah. Giants at Saints. No Derek Carr. I think DeVito keeps it moving. Give me the Giants. I'm believing. If, if Jameis plays, I'm going to feel bad about this pick, but I'm also going to take the Giants uh, unless Jameis plays. Bears at Browns. Hey, Jameis is playing. Come on. I know. That's what I'm saying. But um, I, maybe it's Taysom Hill for some fucking weird reason. I, I can't go back on him now. I'm wearing the jersey. I'm feeling it. After a big game, defense playing good. Browns also playing good. Give me Give me the Bears. They play good teams well. Seemingly. You took the Bears last week. They won. I didn't take the Bears last week. The Bears won. So I'm taking the Browns to keep it going because conspiracy is everything. Um, Falcons at Panthers. <laughs> Give me the Falcons. Neither. Because any team that plays the Panthers, the Falcons. Send both teams to the fucking moon. Buccaneers at Packers in Lambeau, mind you. I think the Packers rebound. They played a really tough defense last night, and I think an underrated team. I think they came in thinking they were going to do one thing, and they did another, and I think the Packers win this game. Fuck the Packers. Go Bucks. Jets at Dolphins. <laughs> um, Give me the Dolphins. I think come back. Yeah. The Jets aren't scoring 30 again. Chiefs at Patriots. No. Chiefs. Yeah. They Patriots. lay it on thick. Fucking hot garbage. Texans at Titans. Booty. Fun kind of little fun matchup here. Fun matchup. First round draft pick QB drama. I'm gonna roll with the Texans. If Stroud's healthy and on the field, I mean he's missing Tank Dell, and you can tell that hurts. And Dalton Schultz has been out. So yeah. that's been hurting as well. He's he's had some targets missing, but I think he has a comeback game here. I think the I think the Titans are invigorated. I think that the Texans are going to be missing a couple guys, and I don't know if con- concussion protocol is going to go well for C.J. Stroud, so I will take the Titans. All right. 49ers, Cardinals. I think I already know your choice here, but go Fucking ahead. 49ers. <laughs> yeah, I'm taking them as well. Commies, Rams. Give me the Rams. Rams are Commies playing really good football down. right now. Commies are doing that. The Rams are doing that. I'm taking the Rams as yep. well. Cowboys, Bills. Ooh, gonna be cold. Yep. Gonna be Buffalo. You're not in Jerry's world anymore. You're not in Jerry's world anymore. You know where you are? You're in Buffalo. Right. So with all that being said, give me the Bills. I think they're on a streak right now. Shout out 9-11. I also am taking the Bills. Ravens at Jacks. Ravens. Yeah. They're Even though the last time they played... They beat an underrated team. So is Trevor last time injured? They played, he's not at 100%. I think he's out okay. there because he needs to be. And finally, 
Igles at Seahawks. Igles. Give me the Eagles. Play the ping pong song. Let's go. No doubt. Get that division back. Bills win. Eagles win. Get that division back. And that is your picks for week 15. Well, Vince, guess what? What? This guy, a.k.a. Uncle Mike, a.k.a. Chicago Mike, is making his way into town like fucking Santa Claus. You thought fucking Santa was. It's this guy. This guy right here on the screen (laughs) coming through your speaker. So with all that being said, back in Chicago next week, we're excited for it back in the Midwest. And we got some live episodes coming. We've got some new things coming down the pike in 2024. We hope you're excited as we are. We've got a lot of things in the works. With all that being said, people, we do appreciate you joining us week in and week out. Without you, this wouldn't be possible. And as always, you got some people to share this with. Especially the YouTube. You gotta subscribe to it. You gotta you gotta hit that little bell in the right corner because Please. you know that just helps us, you know, get notoriety and get known and let people see these beautiful fotches and our great facial reactions, which if you don't get a chance to see are quite memorable. And then not only that, <laughs> share with your family and friends, and of course, maybe, just maybe, your goofy uncle. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Peace. <laughs>